This is the MDRT Podcast. You may offer gifts pending compliance approval to clients who provide you with referrals. How do you choose the right gifts and ensure you are still receiving the right referrals? During a Zoom conversation in August 2021, Bill Cates, Annapolis, Maryland. Tristan Harty, Chester, United Kingdom. Explain how to navigate these sometimes delicate relationships. In financial services, we don't give physical things out. We sell insurance, we sell programs and things like that, but we don't sell a physical thing. It's not like if you go to a shop, you buy something, you walk home with it. So sometimes with a referral, it's nice to add in something which might be a, you know, have a hotel stay on us if someone else becomes a client or a hamper or a charity donation or something along those lines, just because it adds that little bit of an incentive. Yeah, I'm curious, Tristan, because I found that there's kind of two ways to use that or to thank people. I think we want to reward the uh, the giving, the behavior of creating an introduction or mentioning us to someone. And to me, that's usually, you know, the thank you is, is certainly not about the money. It's a handwritten note. It's maybe a gift card. Maybe if they have children, it's a gift card to an ice cream shop, right? Or something that is fun like that. It's the gesture. And we don't wait for the prospect to become the client. And then It sounds like what you were offering something a little bit bigger, maybe is if the prospect becomes a client, then there's sort of a reward or a thank you there. What do you guys do in that realm, that range of types of behavior? So when someone becomes a client and so on, they obviously get a, so we do a range of different things. For instance, you have birthday cards, Christmas cards, you know, the general service side, which always keeps in contact with clients. And we also then do it as a simple way of, sort of saying thank you. If someone sends us a referral, we always send thank you. So we'll send them either a thank you card or something along those lines. We then only do the, basically they don't know necessarily about the referral program until we, if they refer that client and then they become a client, that's when we send them a going, and which one of these things would you like? So it's an added bonus because they go, oh, I wasn't expecting to get anything. So let's say they pick to then stay in a hotel or something, then they get a fully paid hotel experience that they weren't expecting. And it was an unexpected thank you. Yes. Now then the second time, obviously, that if they then refer again, well, they know that they're going to get something. But the first time it almost adds to the level of service. Another way that we do the gifting side, which is a little bit different, which is more from our, multi, because we're a multi-generational one. So let's say you have a child or your children have kids you're going to tell me in that meeting because you're going to be really, really proud that you've just become a grandfather, say. Um, I'm making big assumptions here, Bill, uh, so I might be putting you too old for <laughs> where you are. But what happens then is we will then send you a pack which you can give to your children, and it's to get a bear. And now that bear, as in like a teddy bear, with a, a little bit of ink. And the idea of the ink is you put the ink on your on the thumb of the child and it goes on the paw of the bear. Mm. And it's an automatic process from our side. As soon as we know that someone in our, as of our clients, someone down the generations has had a child and it doesn't cost us that much to do it. But what it does is it means if the children aren't clients yet, they're going to go, well, our parents are using these advisors and they care this much but they've sent us a bear and it's personalized and it's all that sort of stuff. Well, maybe we should get in contact with them and have a chat about mm-hmm. X, Y, and we'll, but we'll ask our parents how good they are. And it leads to a natural referral to protect down the generations. 
Interesting. I like that idea of, so it's client has grandchild, new grandchild, gift to the grandparents for the grandchild, but then the parents of your clients, right? Who could become great clients in their own right, or at least you want to expand the family relationship, in a sense, get introduced to you through this gift that you've provided. And then it starts to open up a possible relationship. To that end, there's another cool idea I've seen where you can get different things made. And these days you can get almost everything made this way, you know, it's, that's customized. But what I've done a few times is I've given a stool. It's like a step stool, a small child step stool. And their name is cut out in colored block letters in the stool. So if their name, we'll take my daughter's name is Jenna, B-J-E-N-N-A, and different color letters, and they can play with the blocks and they can put them in. It's a stepping stool to step and get to the sink. I mean, it's a great little gift. Doesn't cost that much. And again, another way to get introduced to the children of your clients. My thing about gifting, since we're into the whole gifting idea, you kind of morphed into that. I found that, and like what you're doing here is customized, personalized. First of all, here's a pet peeve of mine. If it has your logo on it, it's probably not really a gift. It's promotion. With that said, if it's highly utilitarian, meaning it's something they're going to use, like Tristan, you mentioned golf. So if it's a really nice golf umbrella, I'll carry that with me in the bag, right? I give out actually with my new podcast, Top Advisor Podcast, I give out a Yeti mug with our logo on it, but I purposely picked the Yeti. We know it's a little more expensive. Yeah, I could have done a knockoff that maybe is just as good, but I wanted that higher level. So that's got my logo on it, but it's very utilitarian. So to that end, some of the things I've done is, you know, I'll find out where they went to university, maybe coasters with the logo, university logo on it, $15 on Amazon. I always get these gifts delivered to my office first so I can write a handwritten note and then mail it or deliver it, whatever I need to do to the client to say, thank you for the referral or thank you for whatever. It's highly customized. Let me give you two examples. One reason why you want it sent to you is because Amazon doesn't always put the gift note in they're supposed to put in, or it's very small. I sent out, one of my clients was a Cleveland Browns football fan. And so I sent the mug with the Cleveland Browns, a nice Tumblr logo, Yeti type, and he got it. And his wife opened the box and didn't see the little gift card from Amazon or they didn't put it in. And they don't know who sent it to him. And so I'm doing a, a doing an interview with him on a podcast and he picks up the mug and he says, you know, I got this new mug. I, I don't even know who sent it to you. I said, Jason, actually, I sent that to you. And he goes, oh, you're the one. So that's one reason why we want to manage that process a little bit better. Another fun one I had, and you probably have some good ones too, uh, Tristan. I found out that a client of mine, I said to a friend who worked with him, I said, what is Craig into? And he says, well, he really likes Abraham Lincoln, everything Abraham Lincoln. I'm thinking, great, I'll get a book on Abraham Lincoln. He says, and he said, you know, I'm thinking that. He says, yeah, he owns every book on Abraham Lincoln. Okay, I won't get a book on him, but I'll figure out something. And then after we hung up, he sent me an email. He said, I forgot to tell you, he likes socks. He's, he gets in Sock a Month Club. He's always wearing kind of fun socks. All right, so I get on Amazon, right? It's the ultimate relevance machine. It always knows what you're looking for. And so I found a, a very cool brass statue, I guess, figurine of Abraham Lincoln standing by his desk in the Senate when he was a senator, very dignified, about $35, you know, so usually compliant friendly. But as I'm getting ready to check out, 
Amazon in infinite wisdom showed me actually a pair of socks with like a silhouette of Abraham Lincoln on the socks. So I, I sent the two items to the guy. He was beside himself. He actually called me up and took me to lunch to say thank you for the thank you. Right. So when we're creative with that and we create a big smile on their face, you can't pay for that sort of stuff. And what did it cost me? Forty five dollars. We do a big thing each year for our clients where we do we call it this client appreciation event. Now, it's going to sound the most British thing ever. We do afternoon tea. Of course, so we do an, an afternoon tea event where we'll get 100 people in the room or, or so of our clients. And then we tell them it's an appreciation event for them. But at the same time, say, well, do you have any neighbors or friends who would like to have a free afternoon tea? And at no point do we, during the afternoon tea event, do a pitch. Because what our aim of the afternoon tea is, is we're trying to give extra value. So we have this event. But generally, if we invite 100 people, they're going to bring 50 of their friends at least along. So we've got 100, we've got 50 extra sort of prospects in the room. And then we get outside speakers in, sort of whether they be fund managers, maybe someone from a local charity that we're sponsoring for the year and things like that. And the fund manager does all the market update stuff and all that. But one of the things that people don't realize a lot is the average person is never going to meet a fund manager. Because why would they? There's no, <laughs> there's no reason to go and do something. Why would they? That's good. Uh, but they get to hear from one for half an hour, you know, mm. the sort of talking heads who they might see on Bloomberg or something like that. And that is all adding value to our clients. But what it then does is we also collect the data of the people. If the people who have come along have enjoyed it, we'll say, if, you know, if you want to book a for, uh, sort of complimentary appointment, you're more than welcome to. If not, come along to one of our other events, even though they're not clients. But just by doing those little bits, it seems to sort of snowball into eventually many of them becoming clients because they've had an afternoon tea. And an afternoon tea is going to cost per head, say, $35, $40 when, you, when you're buying it en masse. So it kind of just, it's, I think it's like, like what you were saying, it's that little thank you to our clients, even the fact that they've been invited that they then are happy to bring their friends along because they want to have a good afternoon themselves just with their friends. When you're offering clients an incentive to refer you, how do you make sure you're still being referred to the right people? For us, it's very simple. We only ask for clients from our right fit clients. So it's rather than asking everybody in our client base for a referral. Now, it's little things like the teddy bear one. We will do that to everybody because it's just a nice thing to do. It hasn't got our branding on it. It's just a nice thing to do. But for most of the other things, we're only really going to ask our top 100 clients out of our, say, 400 or so, because we want more of the top 100 in a, from a simple sort of point of view when it comes to fee making and so on. So that's sort of the way that we filter it. Because the idea, and I think it might have been in one of your books, Bill, about that sort of people hang out with people who are the same status as they are within a, you know, a relative lot of band, and therefore you might need to get similar referrals. Yeah, and I think part of it, when this is when asking for referrals or introductions or asking them to bring a guest, one of the ways you can frame this or increase the odds that they're going to invite someone similar to themselves 
is in how you ask. And it could be, you know, feel free to bring a guest. You know, we'd love to to meet other people like yourself who have saved well or who have worked hard all their lives and are ready to enjoy a fulfilling retirement or whatever terms you want to use to kind of set some parameters to frame the type of individual. So for instance, now I know you, Tristan, you like the multi-generational referral and you like getting referred to the children. And I think personally that that's an important thing that people should be considering more if they're not. I was working with a group and they were starting to ask as I was teaching them how to do, but they were getting referred to the children, which is okay, but that's not what they were looking for, for them. So I said, okay, just, you know, frame the request better, right? Can we talk a little bit about some folks that you may feel comfortable introducing me to, you know, people like yourself who've worked hard at it. So whatever verbiage you use, so you start with asking the right people in the first place, right? The odds are that your A clients are going to know B plus A client and friends, their prospects. You ask a C client, you're likely going to get a C guest, generally speaking, that's the odds. I mean, there are exceptions to that. But, you know, back to the original question around incentives and are people going to do it just for the incentive? I haven't seen that much. If you're asking the right people and you have the right, a good relationship, the whole idea of incentives and rewards and thank yous, that's kind of like icing on the cake to these folks. They're not going to introduce you to someone else if you're not referable in the first place. I mean, that's the key right? Like you, trust you. They have, uh, the way I say it is they have a, a, you have a value connection with them. You have a personal connection with them. And the thank you, that's the icing on the cake. Some people will do it to get something. It, it helps. I've found that these rewards, if you will, I call them that, help some advisors feel more comfortable asking for the referral, the introduction, because there's something else to it. But I, I don't think that that's usually a problem. I do know one guy uh, a long time ago, early in his career, he had a party where he gave lots of rewards and prizes and he had kind of a younger clientele and he was new in the business. And for every referral they gave, and when I say referral, I was really writing a name and a number on a card or a ticket and would go in the hat. They would increase their chances of winning something. Now, that was a fun event. Everybody had a great time. People were writing names of anyone they could think of, right? So the good news is he got a lot of potential prospects. The bad news is he had a lot of folks to filter through and call the clients and should I really talk to this person and, and all of that. So I think it's all in how you play it. I like the idea, and Tristan mentioned this earlier, that when it's a surprise, more so than they know they're striving for it, but it's a surprise. Now, some advisors, agents who I've coached and met just interviewing for speeches and stuff have told me about their ambassador programs, some call ambassador programs, where it's a, a subset of their clients who get these client appreciation events for because they have referred in the past. That's kind of the reward for engaging in that behavior. And so it's, it's pretty cool when you get a gathering of people who have already introduced you once or more. The gathering with other people who have introduced you once or more, then what's going to happen? They're all going to uh, leave this event liking you, trusting you more than before because everything's been reinforced so much by this gathering. So that's another way to think about this whole idea of saying thank you and appreciating the people who do the referrals. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.